EA Sports. It's in the game. radio show what the fuck are we called <laughs> it's been so long what are we the fake ass radio show fake ass radio show well a lame ass radio show seems appropriate right <laughs> fake ass radio, radio show, show. on podbean and strangelabel.com i am your host scab d this show is brought to you by modest mix tees be sure to hit up the Fake Ass Radio Show Facebook page and click Shop Now at the top and uh, put something good in your fucking body for once, folks. But uh, we're also brought to you by Donald Trump's flavored dress shoes. Because when you want to put your foot in your mouth, <laughs> not only do you want to do it in style, but you want it to taste good, too. Donald Trump shoes come uh, in a variety of delicious flavors on deck for when you want to say what you really mean. Or don't really mean. Or whatever. Uh, try some today. Coming up in the hour, we got music from Scav, we got music from Gene, and we got music from Lori. The co-hosts are all here, folks. Say hello. Co-host, what's happening? Yeah, what's up, Scab? What's up, Lori? What's happening? What's up, gentlemen? Hey, 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 hey. How are you all doing? Ah, I'm doing lovely. Yeah. So nice to hear your voices after taking this uh, brief summer hiatus. Hey, it was hot, man. It was too hot to record. Exactly. It exactly. was too hot. You guys knew I was sweating my ass off in this half bathroom over here. <laughs> Fully insulated. <laughs> we back now, though. All right, we took two straight months off. We took both July and August off. We did not podcast at all. Be back now. That long? Two months. Oh my god. You guys feeling refreshed or what? I'm feeling very refreshed. How about you guys? Feeling good, man. I feel uh, I feel I feel completely rejuvenated. I feel like I had some uh, some nice like peaceful time you know of uh summer and uh enjoying it traveling so, man. where'd you did you go anywhere where'd you go um you know i uh where did i go i uh yeah i spent some time up in um saint helen man went on a camping trip 
Uh, had had a blast all weekend. Rode four wheelers and went camping and lakes and stuff, man. And it was uh, it was pure Michigan. You know what I mean? It was beautiful. Did you go to Dallas too? Uh, yeah, it was in Dallas. Matter of fact, yeah, my mother got married, so I uh, spent a few days in Dallas, and it was like a family reunion. I had family from all over the state and country uh, visiting Dallas, man. And my mother oh, had a beautiful wedding. Fun. She was happy. Yeah, my mother was beautiful. She was happy, you know. And it was a, it was a good time, man. So uh, yeah, my, my summer's been fun, man. I've been uh, bouncing around here in Michigan and Detroit, and you know, just kind of uh, enjoying summer. Other than it being so goddamn hot, it was a hot summer, man. It I'm was like very ready. hot. And I'm ready. Did. I'm ready for fall. Yeah, I was gonna I say like too. your your mom was getting married and shit. I was wondering why anybody would want to go to fucking Texas during the month of July. But uh, Jesus Christ, man, you want to talk about hot ass <laughs> fucking weather? Jesus Christ, I used to live there. Yeah, Gene, your mom's there. Laura, you got some family there, too. Actually, my mom moved back to Michigan, and my brother's now living in Arizona, so my, my family's oh, all wow. out of Texas now. Oh, wow. Okay, so damn. All right, but yeah, both of you yeah. guys have actually visited. But I'm familiar. Uh, yeah. It's hot. Yeah, both of you guys have actually visited me before there. Yeah. I've seen both of you guys on uh, Texas soil together before. Yeah. See, man. see. Man, it gets hot as fuck there. That big sky, that big sky space. Hey, Lori, did you go anywhere? I didn't. I've been doing um, free basketball coaching and mentoring for kids in my neighborhood since the beginning of May on Saturday mornings. So I really couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> Are you like Rhea Perlman in that movie, that basketball movie where she is like the lady from Cheers is teaching basketball to like underprivileged black kids? <laughs> I mean, what's the name of that movie? Sunset Park or some shit like that? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Actually, someone else told me that that was sort of like, I love that movie. I forgot that was her name. <laughs> Sunset Park. That movie's a shit. Sunset, yeah, Sunset Park. Park what time cool. is it? It's time to get live. It's time to it's represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could get down with that a little bit. It's sort of like that, but it's a little less. Uh, um, I mean, it's not. I guess that sort of is what it is, but it's like just what I'm doing, and it's they're not necessarily um, underprivileged children. But I just sort of started doing it because I felt like kids needed an opportunity, and you have to pay to play sports now. So if I would have had to pay to play sports when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have been able to play sports. So I had the space. I wanted to do something to give back, and this was what I decided to do. But, no, I have not been going anywhere all summer. I've been chilling at the crib. Usually I went out on the boat a couple times. I really haven't even been doing that much. I'm actually saving up, kind of. I'm going to Hawaii for three weeks in October, so I'm going to fuck out this bitch. <laughs> Bye. Oh, shit. Oh. And That's going to be nice. Vegas That'll be a good time. Week, so I'll be, I'll be exhausted, and I'm going to miss my house because I am a homebody. But What island are you going to? I'm going to Oahu. Um, it's not the big island which has the volcano. It's the smaller island where Waikiki and Honolulu is. Gotcha. Okay. I like to travel like locals live, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm not like a big need to be at a resort person, although I'll take a resort all day long. It's just I'm staying in Airbnbs and sort of I'm not renting a car or anything. I'm like legit just going to be doing it my style. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to it. It's sort of my reward to myself, too. I got five years on my job in July, so I'm sort of rewarding myself with this trip. Fuck yeah, Lori. Dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> sweaty. Just living that life, sweaty. I'm going to fucking sweat my ass off out in Hawaii, though. I cannot wait. I'm going to just be like living at the beach. Suntan, <laughs> saltwater hair. My Surfing. Different. I'm going to surf, sweaty. stand up, pedalboard. My girlfriend's fiance, who is at, I'm going out there for a wedding. Her fiance has a sailboat, and we're going to the Jurassic Park, camping in the Jurassic Park place for the first night I get there. I'm like, Ooh. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> And I'll get to Hawaii someday. 
Someday I'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I you know, I used to want to move to Hawaii. I played basketball there my freshman year in college. They're like, Oh, we're gonna go play in Hawaii your freshman year. I was like, uh, where do I sign? Yeah, right. <laughs> so we got to play in a tournament in Hawaii, which was pretty sweet. Um, so that's the only time I've been there, but ever since then I had that I had Hawaii, um like a sort of a dream or a vision of myself living in Hawaii. So all through college I was like, I'm moving to Hawaii after college. Bye. <laughs> no. Yeah. Didn't that didn't pan out though? <laughs> that did not pan out. I needed a little bit more money and a job. Well, you went to Massachusetts for a, a number of years though, right? Yeah, I went to the East Coast for six years. That was cool. That's kind of cool, I guess. It was cool. It was different. <laughs> I mean, it's not Hawaii, obviously. Uh, Laura, your yeah, summer's good that, though. I've just been chilling. Yeah, I've, other than that, I've just been chilling, just chilling. That's what's up. My summer's been going yeah. well too. I was actually home last month, beginning of last month. I saw both of you. Lovely, yeah. lovely to see both of you guys. Absolutely. Oh my god, I got so hammered. Yeah, I had a great time. Gary, <laughs> do time. you remember that? I haven't talked to you since then, really. Yeah, I haven't talked to you since then. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, re- I remember. I thought I was going to go to the hospital. I was. I thought I was legit having a, a heart attack. Yeah, you fucking fell asleep <laughs> in my bed. I was staying at Gloria's, and you fucking fell asleep <laughs> in my bed. I found you outside uh, in in the moment of prayer is where I found you and uh, <laughs> asked you if you were okay and you were like, "Yep, I, I think I'm gonna be all right. I just need another <laughs> second." So I said, "All right." I thought I was like Garrett. I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that was not cute, <laughs> right? <laughs> she falls over. Oh God, yeah, no, that was not one of my prouder moments. I felt so dizzy. And like it was, remember how hot and humid it was? Yeah, it, it was felt pretty like the, muggy. It was like weak. the air was like really, really thick. Yeah, it was and I just could muggy not weak. catch a fresh like breath of air. I was dying. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I sound sick. like such a shit show when I talk on this stupid ass podcast. <laughs> People probably think I'm an alcoholic. I swear to God, I'm always sweating and I'm always puking. <laughs> what the hell? Sweaty. <laughs> I swear I'm not that big of a shit show. I don't drink that much, so when I do it, like, I think I can still drink the same amount and mix that with other other shit. It's just being excited for like fireworks and there's people Friends, and things are happening. Yeah. yeah, you know the drinks, and you can get thirsty because it's hot. So of course you want to drink and you drink a beverage that has alcohol in it. You're super thirsty and you know it just doesn't just doesn't balance out right. You gotta go. You gotta go drink. And then you gotta have a glass of water for every cocktail. That you have. Pretty sure whatever I ate either the day of or the night before also didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Because oh. I don't think I even had dinner. I, I think I was just eating like gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> there were some gummy bears there. I ate a bunch yeah, of those there was fucking like gummy, bears gummy bears too. Gummy bears or some shit. Yeah, she had a big bowl of gummy bears. We were at Gloria's. We're talking about uh, Gloria's Fourth of July party that she had. So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. Um, yeah, there was not enough time for all of us to get together and record anything. And uh, I honestly, I don't think Gloria is interested anymore after her drunken appearance uh, on the show last February. <laughs> I don't so, even uh, think she re- like listens, honestly. No, she doesn't either. So, but uh, she was like, no, no, I got so fucked up last time. But uh, yeah, so we didn't record anything. Well, yeah, that's because we, I, her and I split an edible which I would never suggest doing again, especially if you're going to record a podcast. I don't partake in edibles regularly, but they, they literally make me sick. Like I was tripping. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. I remember. I, I went, I witnessed it all. I feel like I was, was drooling. Good. That was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you guys were funny. Yeah, what was the name of that episode? 
Uh, I believe it was called uh, A Show About Nothing 2. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our listeners got to take a second and go back and listen to that yeah. one after oh, they God. listen to this. Yeah, that was a fun one. I'm going to just never tell anyone to listen to this show because I just sound like such a sh- <laughs> major turnoff. Lori, like, okay, then what are my Lori single? People love you. They love you. Whatever. Sweaty. <laughs> uh, it's okay to let loose a little every once in a while. I work my ass off. There you go. I'm out here. I'm out here. Yeah, it was great. Anyways. Great seeing you guys. And uh, yeah, I took that week off and I came home and I was said to myself, wow, it was so nice taking that first week off. Fuck it. We're going to take the whole summer off. It's just too damn nice and too damn fucking hot. So uh, yeah, but it's got too much going on too. I went to see a bunch of concerts this summer. I went to see fucking MXPX. I went to see Pixies and Weezer uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was great. Fucking haven't seen any of these groups in my life, so I finally got to see these fucking guys play for the first time. And, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Went to this bomb-ass fucking Cajun restaurant called The Quarters. And, uh, goddamn, shit was, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, New Orleans, like the, the French Quarters. French Quarters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. If you guys come out and visit me here, man, we're, we're going to this place. It's half hour away. Half hour away, kind of by where the venue is, where I saw the Weezer. Cool venue, too. It's like Pine Knob, uh, except a little bit bigger. Pine Knob, uh, for those that don't know, is uh, it's an outdoor amphitheater in uh, Michigan where some of the bigger acts and uh, fucking Eddie Money play every summer. Except, uh, yeah, the place I went to uh, was much bigger. And it had like a floor area in front of the stage, which is where we were. So imagine if Pine Knob got rid of the first 15 rows and they had like a pit. Right, that's how it should be, right? Yeah, for sure, right? So it was awesome. So yeah, we were down in that pit area. They got a giant lawn area too. So uh, I think it was called. Is it like dirt or cement? Oh, it's a it? cement. Yeah, it's a cement pit. And then they got some chairs, a little pavilion area, and then they got the lawn area towards the back. And it's all cool. just bigger. Yeah, it's just bigger than Pine Knob. So yeah, there are a lot of motherfuckers there. Lots of people. This wheezy, the real wheezy. <laughs> So yeah, that's basically my summer in a nutshell. Just eating a lot, going to a lot of concerts. Yeah. So we're back now, though, right? The itch to podcast always comes back, and uh, everyone else. Season else's... three. Yeah, right. Season three, and uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone else's shows uh, suck so bad that I would hate to deprive a podcast listener of something great like us. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. We back, and like I said, we feeling very, very refreshed. So. Yay. Well, goddamn, let's get into it. Uh, while we were gone, a uh, a guy stole an airplane. <laughs> Did what? you guys hear about hear this? this? You, you didn't hear about this? I Real life. Yeah. I don't watch the news. <laughs> oh, this is crazy. Now, this guy, he stole an airplane five minutes from my house. And, uh, what? Yeah. And he crashed it on this remote island in the Puget Sound, uh, south of the airport. Uh, apparently, this guy was suicidal. Uh, 29 years old, airplane mechanic, uh, who was actually working when he decided he uh, just had had enough and uh, GTA'd, that's right, fucking Grand Theft airplaned uh, a fucking 80-passenger <laughs> uh, aircraft and took off with it. It was empty, thank goodness, there were no people on it, but uh, yeah, GTA'd a big twin propeller plane. And uh, Joy oh rode, yeah, Joy rode that bitch. Joy flew it for uh, close to an hour, and he had, uh, yeah, yep. There's video of him. There's, there's yeah. people, yeah. Took tons of, uh, tons of video on the ground of this guy uh, doing crazy shit. I mean, 
like the police and authorities knew that he had stolen the plane? Yep, he had F-15 military fighter jets tailing him most of the time. Oh, I bet. These yeah, motherfuckers, like steering his ass around. Oh, they flew right the fuck out from Portland, these guys. They went uh, supersonic to catch up with this fucking guy. So, uh, yeah, serious shit here uh, with this guy who was apparently doing barrel rolls and shit in the, what? In the plane. What? Yeah, inverting that motherfucker. God. I'm like, wait a second. Could you imagine being on a plane that was hijacked and the hijacker just all of a sudden starts... Doing, doing barrel, barrel rolls, rolls and shit. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want ever. Oh. Uh, Is that even possible uh, in a passenger? Yeah, room? he was doing it. Apparently, there was a video of the guy doing it. So, yeah, and he had wow. no flying experience at all. No flying experience at all. He was just a bag thrower at the airport. Oh, man. I have a hard time. But, uh, yeah, he, no he flew around doing loops and barrel rolls for an hour. And he was talking. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was talking to the tower. At the airport in Seattle the whole time, too. Talking to the tower. He seemed pretty happy in uh, some of the recordings well, yeah, they released to this guy. Yeah, he was like, fuck guy. it, my life's over. Dude, it, it, it's, it's wild to hear this guy. Uh, he was just cracking jokes, and he seemed very, very content up there in the fucking sky. People are calling him Sky King. Here, I got a little bit of him. Yeah, I got a little bit of him right here. Here, listen to this. It's kind of eerie. I got a lot of people that care about me, and... Uh, it's going to disappoint them to, to hear that I did this. I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Just a broken guy. Got a few screws loose, I guess. Never really knew it until now. Hey, you think if I land this successfully, uh, last will give me a job as a pilot? Uh, you know, I think they would give you a job doing anything if you could pull this off. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you wanted to land... Probably the best bet is that uh, runway just ahead and to your left. If you wanted to try, that might be the best way to set up and see if you can land there. Or just like the uh, pilot suggests, another option would be over Puget Sound into the water. Dang, uh, I don't think I'd be happy with you telling me I could land like that because I could mess some stuff up. Hey, I want the coordinates of that orca with the, you know, the mama orca with the baby. I want to go see that guy. Hey, pilot guy, can this thing do a, uh, a backflip thing? I think I'm, uh, I'm going to try to do a barrel roll. And if that goes good, I'll just go nose down and call it a night. Man, have you been to the Olympics? These guys are gorgeous. Holy smokes. Now let's, uh, let's try to land that airplane safely and not hurt anybody on the ground. Oh, yeah, fucking crazy shit. Gosh. Yeah, it's kind of eerie hearing that, uh, hearing that audio. Mm. Guy is just at the end yeah. of his joke. Yeah, cracking jokes, man. But, uh, yeah, he did not land safely, and uh, he did what he said he was going to do and uh, went nose down into the remote island south of the airport. And uh, he was the only person killed in this whole incident. And for a while, I totally thought that uh, he got shot down. But after uh, hearing those recordings, uh, you know, the guy was clearly troubled and uh, had intentions of crashing himself. Oh, my God. Yep. Wow. Crashed. Crashed and burned. R.I.P., buddy. Yeah, crazy shit. I, like, I was, like, feeling like we were buddies me and that guy. <laughs> you hear him, right? You just feel for the yeah. poor guy. I mean, like, I was like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of eerie hearing this guy uh, talk about ending himself and shit. Yeah. Yeah, a little crazy. 
there's uh, nothing of the sort mentioned in any of the recordings that have been released, but uh, apparently at one point while he was up there, he did mention some, some terrorism shit. And I only know that because I live in the area and I know somebody that actually was working in the tower that night. And uh, I guess at one point he asked the guys in the tower if anybody was following him yet, if any, you know, military jets have uh, pursued him yet. And uh, they told him, no, nobody's following you yet. And then I guess all of a sudden he puts on this thick Middle Eastern accent. He goes, well, what if they, what if I start talking like this? Will they start following me now? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I heard. That's what I heard the guy did up there. And, uh, yeah, I think they started taking him a little bit more seriously after he, he did that. But, uh, you know, that's just something I heard. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, <laughs> that's something I I heard. don't know. I have to imagine they were probably prompted pretty quickly if there was yeah. a, a plane stolen, regardless of right. whether he was speaking in a heavy Middle Eastern accent. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. But uh, Yeah. <laughs> I think they were lie. probably they taking him pretty seriously. Around. Yeah. Yeah, so the guy did have They a, probably didn't want to startle him and... They probably didn't want to startle him. They probably wanted to keep him cool as possible and yeah. get him to play on the plane before, you know, he got shot out of the sky or thought that he was going to have to get it into, like, you know, some kamikaze shit with uh, the military in his plane, you know? Right. Did you guys see that movie with Tom Hanks where the guy lands in the Hudson River in New York? It's called Sully. Yeah, have it's you seen It's a true Sully? story. No. Well, yeah, it's a true story, but ha- have you seen it? Yeah, it's a good movie. No. It's really good. It definitely like puts it in perspective, like the amount of pressure that those pilots have on them. I mean, oh, I did see that movie. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, they they need to talk that guy down, nice and slow. Right. They they have. I feel like they practice those types of drills. They have to. They have to. They have to. Did you see that movie I, I, Flight with Denzel? Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> see, maybe if the guy had had a few beers, he might have been able to. <laughs> Might have been able to land that motherfucker, you know? <laughs> he just hey, he just needed right. a few pops and a little cocaine uh, before he hit the friendly skies. He might have been able to put that motherfucker down. <laughs> but, uh, How long ago did this happen? This uh, this dude that... I think this was a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And you know what? I started getting my wires crossed because there was a, uh, a situation just a couple of weeks ago. Same situation. A guy stole a plane, but he crashed it into his family's house. Oh. Well, I didn't his, hear anything his, about that. His, his wife and his uh, his son, baby son, were in the house, and he crashed it into their house. Yeah, that took place in Utah. Ah, fuck. Literally just two weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. People are messed up. What is going on? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you really start cleaning up messes like this, right? Do, do companies, do they have to start really looking into the mental health of their employees? Like, do they need well, to start? <laughs> I think... Yeah, that's a that's a topic in of itself. But yeah, yeah, they need to start giving these motherfuckers uh, like psych tests. Yeah, give them these well, psych tests I like mean... uh, like like Ryan Gosling in uh, that Blade Runner. Remember that scene in fucking Blade Runner? Or <laughs> interlinked, yeah. interlinked, interlinked. Do you dream about being interlinked? Interlinked. What's it like to hold your child in your arms? Interlinked. Interlinked. Do you feel that there's a part of you that's missing? Interlinked. Interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Why don't you say that three times? Within cells interlinked. <laughs> Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Yeah, they just got a fucking... Yeah. Do you ever dream about fucking GTAing a commercial aircraft? Interlinked. <laughs> Are you feeling okay today? Interlinked. Yeah, yeah we got to start checking out people's mental health. 
I think we need a mental health database. That's what I we think. We do. Yeah. We need to fucking... We need to start changing up some of these fucking programs. Like, this, uh... This HIPAA shit. I don't know if you're familiar with HIPAA. Uh, that shit's gotta go, man. Uh, I, I need to know everything about you. <laughs> everything. <laughs> you know? And that's gonna cost some fucking... That, that's gonna cost a lot of coin, though. That's gonna cost some fucking money. You know, prices are going to go up on everything if that happens. Like, if you if you add the cost of mental health exams for each employee to that company overhead, you know, shit's going to get expensive for us. But, uh, you know, I don't even fucking care. I don't even care at this point. I don't even care. I, might, I, I don't mind paying a little bit more for everything. <laughs> I might be paying a little bit more for everything, but at least I won't get fucking shot. <laughs> right? Or have a motherfucker fly a fucking plane in here. Right? <laughs> no, I feel like I need like counseling. Like people need to be able to go to counseling, and they need to like find passions or maybe find God. I don't know. Whatever that you're too. into, just yeah, that too. Find something. There's yeah, something the else for you. I promise. The companies want to provide the little church for them. Fuck, let it do that too. Anything, but they need to be examined thoroughly. We need a database. We need that mental health database. Fucking J. Edgar Hoover. He wanted to fingerprint everybody way back in the day. He wanted to fingerprint everybody. Scav D wants to brain scan everybody. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want a minority report everyone. I want to see your fucking brain scan. <laughs> My brain scan is Trump tight, Lori. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure it is. And after I, I, brain scan. after I start minority reporting everybody, I, I'll feel safe. That's the only fucking way I'm going to feel safe. I have yeah. to know oh. what you're going to do before you even think about doing it. You better get and to then, studying. Yeah. And then we won't have crazy shit going on, you know? We won't have fucking crazy pilots doing any <laughs> fucked up shit. You guys got anything else to say about that? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. scan in my brain. No scan, no scan in my damn brain. Nope. No. I mean, not what, unless I need it. What you got to hide, Gene? No. What are you planning on doing, Gene? Huh? What are you up See, to? See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not scanning my brain. We're just not going to go there. But there's a master plan all in the end. That doesn't sound like freedom to me. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, man, I don't play that shit. No New World Order shit for me. I don't want no tattoos. I don't want no microchip in my shit. I don't want to get a scan of my iris. You're like uh, yeah, Apple already has my fingerprints. Like I'm good. I don't need any more things. Oh no, it's not enough, man. No. Not enough. I need no. to know what the fuck you're doing before you even do it. Ah. There's no way. You're never gonna figure that out. I'll figure it out. That's my Amazon will. Yeah, there we go. Amazon will. Right here. I'm going to help. They're right around the corner from my house, too. I've been seeing a lot of Google cars driving around lately. They're closing in on us. It's the robots. I like it. What's going in, on here? I like it. silently at first, taking pictures so they can map it all out, and then they're going to attack. I need to uh, go ahead and get me an arsenal. <laughs> You're allowed, especially in this country. Oh, we're allowed especially for that, but country. we're not allowed to have free, not, no brain scans. Yeah. America. Hmm. I'm brain scanning you motherfuckers. I'm gonna do it. And then I'll feel safe. And then I won't die. Like Aretha Franklin's old ass. <laughs> she didn't fucking uh she didn't do no crazy shit though. She just died of some cancer though, right? So I guess I'm not really talking about her. The cancer got her. Too. Yeah, the cancer got her. Yeah. Queen of Soul. The Queen of Soul. Aretha Franklin. She died uh what just last week. Yeah. Motown, hometown legend. Most she literally, funny. I'm so pissed off at myself. So I like try to take a nap so we could do this. And as I'm taking a nap, her funeral procession literally 
drives by my house, I did hear some police cars, but that's not too unusual for right here. So like, I just didn't really think of it, you know, but my buddy had texted me while I was sleeping. He's like, Hey, what's going on? I just drove by your house and there's like a bunch of cops and like hundreds of people. Yeah. No. I missed the thing. I watched the funeral. <laughs> I was like about to ride my bike up there. Thought it would be way earlier. And then she just, Aretha just took over eight mile. Nope. That's just Aretha. There she Aretha. go. Yeah. They've been keeping her out for a minute, right? Like, hasn't she been on display for the last week or something? Yeah. I, I know she had a four day, a four day long funeral showing. Yeah. She's so. been out for a minute and we're talking like wardrobe changes and everything. Like they've been fucking dressing her up in different outfits and shit for different days. Yeah. She's oh, still man. fucking diva, man. Still diva. Even in death. She's still, she's still performing. Still bad bitch. <laughs> so, uh, oh man. But yeah, I listened so, to quite a bit of the quite a bit of the funeral. It is quite the uh, spectacle. I guess the Reverend Jesse Jackson gave a nice speech uh, at the funeral today. They put her to rest today. They put her down today. And I guess he was in town last week though too. He spoke somewhere last week. And uh, Heather, my girlfriend, actually met him at the airport. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know how they have like a train that runs in the airport that kind of takes you like to a further gate way further down. Yeah. She was waiting to get on this train and uh, it was just her. And then all of a sudden the Reverend Jesse Jackson and then some teenage kid and some other guy just rolled up right next to her. And <laughs> the four of them got on the fucking train. They were the only people on this motherfucker. And Heather just wow. told me she was just in awe staring at this guy the whole time. <laughs> she didn't say sure. anything though. Like, she just said he was a really nice guy. The doors open. She was he, you know, he allowed her to get on first. And uh, same thing. Doors opened. He allowed her to get off. But she said that he could probably tell that she knew who he was, you know. Right. She seemed a little starstruck. But yeah, she met fucking Jesse Jackson last week. She was in town. Uh, wow, she was in Michigan. that's cool. Yeah, she's doing some business in Michigan. I would have sent them into him. She didn't say I would have too. Oh yeah, that's what I would have too. Oh, she did. Jesse! She didn't. No, she was starstruck, man. She's done this before. She's met a couple of... She's run into a couple of different celebrities. I can see that. I can see that. Real starstruck. Jesse! Oh, Jesse Jackson! Jesse! Oh, man. (laughs) I say keep hope alive. (laughs) Right? I was bringing that old school shit back, right? You're the greatest, Jesse. (laughs) Yeah. Jesse. Anyways, yeah, Aretha. Fucking Aretha. Yeah, she's gone. We got to say goodbye to her. Yeah, this is... uh, this is her singing the national anthem. I remember watching this game. This was last season, Lions game. And she's just sitting at the piano. And she just belts out this fucking national anthem. Mm. Sing it. She really milks this performance, though, doesn't she? It's, it's the queen, man. She can do what she wants. I remember I was watching this game live when she sang this. And uh, while she was singing, I had enough time to make a batch of homemade guacamole, cook two steaks, do four loads of laundry, and then try. File both mine and Heather's taxes. 
uh, give both of my dogs baths. I took an online survey and uh, go to my grandma's house to help remove this heavy-ass boulder she had in the front yard that she wanted to get rid of. Yeah, she was on for a minute. Longest That's <laughs> one of my favorite Aretha moments, right? <laughs> you guys got a favorite Aretha moment? Or, or song? Something you're always going to remember her for? Oh, damn. What's the name of the song? I don't have it at the top of my head, man. Shit. Sing it. Sing it, Daddy. I like Respect and Natural Woman. Oh, Respect? Yeah, that's some classic shit right there. That's that classic shit. Oh! That's classic shit right here. Sing it, baby. Woo! What you want? When you bring your stinking ass home, respect me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. This is uh, obviously obviously a popular one for her. Gene, uh, you got one? Yeah, it's Think. Think is uh, one of my favorite Aretha songs. Okay. Think? Yeah, that's another good one. That's a good one too. A good one too. Yeah, I think it just jams. There is a uh, there's a scene in the original Blues Brothers movie where uh, <laughs> she's a waitress uh, in this diner, and her man is in back cooking on the line, and he's gonna go quit and play in the band with the Blues Brothers again. And, <laughs> and Aretha, all young and shit too. This is like you know early '80s. She's just stunned and can't believe it. Uh, that that her man is about to go back and play with these filthy looking white boys and shit. She takes one <laughs> look at these blues brothers and she's just like, blues brothers, shit. She does one of those really long dismissive shit that only you know only black people can do. Only black people can get away with. Man, I wish I could fucking do that shit. I really do. <laughs> and then she sings "Think" the song, uh, right. the song you just uh, mentioned there, Gina. Which is a uh, yeah, very bitchy song. <laughs> very bitchy yeah. song. Yeah, she had a lot it's of bitchy fierce. songs though, man. She was fierce. She had some bitchy. What does what does what does think have to? What, why do you think that song is bitchy? You may think. Think about what trying to do to me. You know, she's just bitching about her man. She's fierce. She's just upset. Hey. She, was, she was, Hey. She was like. Sometimes you men need to be bitched at. She bitching. Yeah, straight up. I ain't trying to hear she all that. She was a queen, man. She she, she, was, like, she wasn't <laughs> fucking around with no bullshit. Nope. She set the precedence for many uh, female R&B singers to this day, like, for real. She's, a, she's like a female icon when it comes to music, for sure. We, she needed to do that. We needed that. I listened, I listened to Clive Davis talk, talk about her today at, his, at the funeral. Yeah? That's his name, right? some, Clive Davis. What were some of his points? Um, you know, he talked about the first time he ever met her. He talked yeah. about, you know, them sitting down and talking about her career. Five, you know, five years from now, and she would have been in her 40s after that five years. 
talked about how, you know, she faced a lot of the things that a lot of women face today. And, um, you know, he spoke about how much he loved her and how honored he was and fortunate he was and how many successful people he's been around and how she's on a totally different level. And it was a really, really beautiful, beautiful uh, ceremony. Hell yeah. You guys know this one? Might recognize the sample here in a second. From your sweet This our girl too. One step ahead. Name of the song. Oh, yeah. Sing it, baby. Keeps reminding me that it's too soon to forget you. It's too late. There we go. Classic, classic hip hop sample. This classic Aretha tune right here, Most Death, who used to be such a good rapper. <laughs> now he lives in like Peru or some shit and hates America. Pretty much like everybody does nowadays, right? Anyways, well, I'm just pissed off that I fucking missed the procession outside of my house. It was literally outside of my house. <laughs> that had been lit. I mean, what was I doing? Napping. Watching stupid ass The Office. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to put on your fucking mink coat and shit and, you know, you know all your I garb. I thought about that. I showered. I was like, maybe I should get ready. I was going to ride my bike up to the actual cemetery's entrance. Um, have you guys ever been in that cemetery, the Woodlawn Cemetery? No. Ooh, that is where all the old Detroit G's are for sure. Like the Fords, like very, very, very powerful people are buried in that cemetery. Anywho, that's where she's being buried, and it's right around the corner from me. I was going to ride my bike up there, but I thought the ceremony would be much earlier. I'm sorry, I thought they'd be, like, finishing up much earlier, but the funeral went on for, like, ten hours. Eat your mink for that shit. Heather, bring yeah. in my mink coat! Bring my mink! I mean, I, I have a fur. I would have busted my fur out, shit. Bring in the fur! <laughs> Swag. I'm on my Aretha tip today. You know, honestly, though, I've never really, I wasn't really a fan of Aretha. I went to brunch, um, I don't know, last weekend maybe up here at the corner from my house, the brewery, and um, they were playing Aretha all day, and I didn't really recognize any of the music. I only really knew her for her main songs. Oh, God, yeah. she's got so many. God damn, so yeah. many. Yeah. So many. Huge house catalog. that Jack built, that's a fucking jam. Jesus Christ, you got so many. Rest in peace, Aretha. You will be missed. Rest in peace. You will be missed. For real. The queen. Oh. The queen of soul. One legendary Detroit artist in the ground this week, but uh, another legendary Detroit artist is certainly alive and well, and that's Eminem. But uh, for how long, though? <laughs> he, uh, sure. he released a sneak album in the early hours of Friday morning, and uh, he is talking some shit. Talking some shit? Calling out some trash-ass rappers on this new record. Kamikaze. I'm like, I haven't heard it. Kamikaze! <laughs> I saw a lot of people putting <laughs> flames on their fucking Instagram stories about it. That's all I saw. What yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think, Gene? You know, um, I predicted this to be what would happen after his revival album. And uh, we covered that, you and I, uh, when the album released. And, uh, you know, you you had a very solid thumbs down I had a um, I had a, a halfway thumbs up 
ah, God, Slugger, you you tried really hard. So I wanted to give him credit for it. But yeah, it, it was a pretty, uh, I, I don't want to say it was a lackluster album, but it just didn't have a uh, an exciting oomph to it. No, you know? so didn't it, have it, much it, it of was, an edge. Yeah, it didn't have much of an edge. This album, Kamikaze, I, and I predicted it. I said, I think he's going to come back with something that's a little bit more lyrical, technical, and a different side of Eminem that people appreciate. And I was happy with what he produced. I think Kamikaze is a pretty dope album from what I've heard so far. It's pretty raw. The beats are fucking fun. There's an element of hip hop and he has his like battle swag on a few of those songs. And that's uh I don't know. That's just the part of Eminem I appreciate. So yeah, I think this is a good album. I think it's pretty good too. It, yeah, yeah, it's got a lot more edge to it. Not as much radio shit. Right. I feel like not a lot of radio good. friendly shit. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Definitely calling out some rappers. But uh, yeah, wow. there's 11 new songs on here and two skits. I'll tell you what, I can do without the uh, skits, the Eminem acting like he's hard skits on every one of these records. All right. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I ever took any of them seriously. And at this point, I know I never will. <laughs> and for right. uh, and I don't believe for one second that Eminem is actually fucking driving <laughs> to someone's house to beat them up for what they said about him on the Internet. Of right. course not. Yeah, he's not right. going to fucking Jay and Simon Bob anybody, right? Right, right. <laughs> he's got these navigation sounds in the background, like he's driving and shit. Like he's like, turn right. He's like, I'm going to this motherfucker's right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to his house right now. You believe me, right? <laughs> yeah. Turn right. No, I don't All believe. Right. I'll, call, I'll call you later. <laughs> I don't believe it. Exactly. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's at home playing with his fucking gun and accidentally dropping shells on the bathroom floor either. I'm not buying that shit either. And, and you know, it's, and it's a skit, you know, it's a skit. Like most skits, they're, they're silly and they're just a break narrative from the music. But, uh, I think, uh, I think he probably could have done something a little different with the skits. That's where I sit with that one. I, I appreciate, uh, skits. Cause like back in the nineties, like there were skits on all albums and it kind of made it fun to listen to an album from front to back, you know, and you had, it CDs and, you know, tape cassettes, so it's like you kind of were forced to listen to it front to back. You know, you popped right. in a CD, you were listening to that right. album. So the skits kind of came along with listening to it. Now, of course, you know, the, you know, you stream now, and that's changed the platform of the way people listen to music. But skits are fun. I just think Eminem could have done something a little different with those skits. Right. He can do it. Yeah. He can do a good skit. Keep doing skits, but I don't want to hear ones where he's acting like he's hard and shit. Ah, hard, I'm gonna right? come to your house and beat you up. It <laughs> yeah. was kind of like, eh, that's funny. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. Yep. Yeah. I don't believe it, man. Yeah. I don't fucking believe that shit. Yeah. I'm actually sitting right here. I'm sitting in fucking my garage right now. I'm polishing my fucking knives as we speak. <laughs> I'm sharpening up each one of these fucking blades right now, man. Because I'm not like fucking Eminem. I don't fuck with straps and I don't, I'm not trying to pistol whip anybody. Fuck that shit. I'm hard as hell. I'm actually hard. I'll fucking stab your ass. All right. You believe me, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Big facts. Yeah, Marshall, you need to stop that shit. Stop the fucking skits, man, please. Lead the skits to the fucking fake-ass radio show. Leave that shit to us, all right? And I don't think he needs to stack up his vocals the way he does either. You know, you know what that means? Like, he'll have three yeah. different vocal tracks playing at the same time, each with yeah. a different cadence. Right? Mm -hmm. Like He'll have, like, a normal verse... Uh, uh, excuse me, that's gross. He'll have like a normal verse track, right? And then he'll have like another track where he's all monotone like this and shit. 
And then he'll have like a third track on top of that where he's just screaming out his lyrics and shit. So he's got like yeah, he got that from Tupac. Tupac used to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say like that technique works for some rappers, Mm -hmm. right? Like Tupac is a good example, and I feel like Kendrick Lamar is uh, stacking up his vocals in an interesting way. But uh, I never, ever liked how uh, Eminem did it. Never, man. I don't think it sounds good. I never have, and uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's folks out there that are going to disagree with me with that shit and uh, say that he's one of the best at it. But uh, I think it sounds annoying myself. And uh, I, don't need the, I don't need the overproduction, man. I don't need all that shit. I don't need multiple fucking vocal tracks, man. I feel like that's what started getting him into trouble in the first place. Like some of that overproduced, you know, Dr. Dre sound that we got on that fucking Relapse album uh, back in, what, 2009? Uh, yeah. Where... <laughs> Yeah, where it's just this overproduced beat after overproduced beat, and the whole record he's fucking rapping like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. And I feel like hip-hop doesn't need to be a whole production. I think less is always more with hip-hop. But uh, yeah, new Eminem record, he's definitely definitely doing a lot more edgier shit. The album kind of sounds really trapped out, which is good. And uh, yeah, he's just fucking talking some shit talking some shit about some rappers, and I like it. I like this one. Yeah, it's a good album. There we go. It's a good album. And, you know, there's a couple songs that I really liked that were like the title of the album, Kamikaze. You know, he went off revival, and just like a Kamikaze, I think he just said, fuck it, I'm just going to do this. I don't give a fuck. And if I nosedive, then, I, hey, I'll just take a few people with me. And, uh, you know, he, he's back to his, like, Eminem shit talk, and he's a lot more loose, I think, with the... Um, with the sound he wasn't going for a structured thing like i felt like he was going for too heavy on revival he was going for this pop sound and he was trying to touch this audience that probably didn't even really give a fuck about him anyway you know and uh that's where i think he he lost a little bit of his luster with revival you know it's great poetry because he's a great writer but as the far as the overall project goes it just didn't have the standing power that this album has kamikaze and kamikaze just has the beats it has great features he's fucking around with different fucking sounds with rap it's not like he doesn't sound like he's on the same cadence and uh yeah i don't know i just think he had a lot more fun with this back to that like b-boy battle mc fuck you shit you know i agree and i like it i used to love eminem i don't have an ear for him like i used to i'm I'm more into like the new sound of hip hop and kind of what's happening right now with hip hop and like to hear Eminem, it's it's a great like throwback to a part of my brain that appreciates him, but I'm not into that so heavy, thrashy, you know, motherfucker da da ba da 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 ba da ba. You know what I mean? I just don't get into that sound oh so much anymore. I'm looking for a little bit more of a a flow of a cadence of sound that just fucking something I can listen to. You know, I don't have to fucking focus so hard on listening. Aesop Rock is another MC. Like, in my heart, he's a great MC, but I can't listen to him every fucking day. Otherwise, I'd be a psychopath. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Different days for different rappers. And uh, yeah, Eminem is one of those not everyday type of rappers. Yep. So, speaking of rappers, you guys want to play a game about some rappers? Yeah, man. Let's do it, man. Lori, this is something Gene and I have already played on the show before. Uh, it's a little game that I like to call rap name or crap name. Are you ready for it? Sure. Okay, here we go. Hi, my name is. Hi, 
for another fine edition of Rap Name or Crap Name. There are so many rappers out there with ridiculous names these days, it's almost impossible to tell which names are real names and uh, which names are fake-ass names. Uh, <laughs> but it certainly makes for an interesting game. So, uh, kids, I'm going to give each of you guys three names, and then you'll have to tell me if those names are real rap names or fake-ass crap names that I made up. All right? Sound easy enough? Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll start out with a little fucking teaser. A little teaser just so everybody fucking understands the game, all right? This will be an all-play question, all right? Uh, so just, uh, you know, sound off when you think you got the answer, all right? Let me get the fucking game board ready here. There we go. All right. The first rapper's name is Snoop Dogg. Is this a rap name or crap name? Rap name. Yeah, we know that one. All right, so there we go. S and double O P D O double G. Yes, that is correct. You guys both got that one. And what a ridiculous name for a rapper, right? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so silly. What a silly name. But anyways, Lori, we're going to start with you. We're going to let the lady go first. Gene, you're going to go second. So Lori, here's your first name, all right? This rapper's name is Duck Butter. Is this a rap name or crap name? Rap name. You would be wrong. That name is Damn fake. It. That is not a real name. That is something that I made up. I'm pretty sure Duck Butter is uh, slang for testicle sweat, uh, <laughs> to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that's Sweaty. to my knowledge as well. Right. And... Uh, and then I damn near shit my pants when I uh, <laughs> when I came to find out that there was actually a show on Netflix now called Duck Butter. <laughs> I so, know. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up. So, uh, yeah, I can't even imagine what that show is about. Uh, Duck Butter. Or do I want no. to? I so. don't want to either. Really. <laughs> Gene, you are up, my friend. Are you ready? Yo. Yes, sir. Who's next? What's happening? All right. This rapper's name is Sweatshop Union. Is this a rap name or crap name? I'm going to have to say crap name. You're wrong. This is actually Damn. a real name. This is a uh, this is actually a group, a rap group from our friends to the north up in Canada. Right there by where I am in Seattle here, out of Vancouver. Vancouver. Out of Vancouver. Sweatshop Union. Sweatshop Union, eh? Yeah, folks in the southern states don't get a lot of uh, contact with Canadians, but they come over the border from Windsor to Detroit all the fucking time, and they fucking shop at our Sam's Club all the time, these motherfuckers, <laughs> man. They're coming over here wanting our good American shit. Mm, I think they just want the prices. Uh, you think that's what it is? Shit is just cheaper here? I think it might be a little bit, yeah. They're trying to save a little fucking coin, a little money. But... But then we as Americans, we go over their fucking border and then we drink when we're only 19. And then we smuggle back pills. So it's, uh, it's kind of fair at the end, right? We, uh, we just get fucked up and drive back. But, 
All right. So, yeah. So, it's uh, nothing, nothing right now, you guys. Wow, we're scoreless. Good. So, Lori, we're, <laughs> we're back to you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This rapper's name is Drunk Off My Ass. One word. Is this a rap name or crap name? Is there somebody out there named Drunk Off My Ass? Rap name. You would be wrong. God that is a fake name. <laughs> there is not a rapper out there named Drunk Off My Ass. One word. Well, I thought for sure it was because you said one word. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, I tricked you. <laughs> and uh, as you know what? I Allen do- Iverson crossover move. Punk yeah. fake. Yeah. Drunk Off My Ass. One word. Uh, I do picture them being female, though, right? I would like that <laughs> name <laughs> to be associated with a female rapper. Gross. I think that would be a lot more interesting for me. Um, yeah, Drunk Off My Ass was my boy Ben's rap name uh, <laughs> this one night when we went over to Canada when we were 19. <laughs> my buddy Ben, he got so fucking lit. Oh, goddamn. So, uh, yeah, we're halfway into this bitch. And, uh, yeah, the score is uh, Lori with nothing and Gene with nothing. So, uh, I, yeah, it's still anybody's game. I'm, I'm a fucking terrible game show host, so who knows if this is even going to work out. I do have a tiebreaker, uh, but that's about it. Uh, Gene, I got this. we're I got back this. to you, all right? Gene, this rapper's name is Poo Man. Rap name or crap name? Do you think there's a rapper out there going by the name Poo Man? Yes, there's a rapper by the name of Pooh Man. Yes, there is a real rapper uh, from the uh, Bay Area. Jive recording artist uh, going by the name of Pooh Man. And uh, he had a small role in the Hughes Brothers classic film Menace to Society. Yep. So there you go. I remember that shit, man. I remember that shit. Gene, one point. Lori, let's keep it going. All right. This rapper's name is Skinhead Rob. Is this a rap name or crap name? Now, hold on. Before you answer, I feel like this one is kind of tricky. Rap name. You are correct. Yes! Oh, we're tied again. Although, I'm not quite sure I could get on Skinhead, whatever the fuck his name is. Skinhead Rob. Skinhead Rob. I'm not sure. Skinhead Rob's for me, but we'll see. I already think he's a punk-ass bitch. Founding <laughs> member of the uh, rap group, The Transplants. They're like a rock rap group out of L.A., uh, which features some punk rockers like Tim Armstrong from Rancid and uh, Travis Barker of Blink-182 Acclaim. I honestly don't think his name uh, is really politically charged, though. I think he just yeah, yeah. shaves his head. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. All right. So, uh, it's 1-1, one, one, right? 1-1. One, one. Yes. We're tied. All right. We're tied. Lori caught up with the tie with that last question. Well, Gene, it comes down to you now in this final clue. Hey. Uh, or whatever this is in this hey. rap name or crap name. All right? Hey. I Are you this. ready? I've never been more ready. I'm ready, <laughs> man. What you got? This rapper's name is Cecil Otter. Cecil being the first name of the great... Detroit Tigers power hitter back in the 90s. Otter being the name of a mammal uh, that is actually quite delicious, but will make you incredibly sick. Uh, Cecil Otter. Is this a rap name or crap name? I um, happen to be a fan of uh, Cecil 
or uh, I've heard people call him Cecil Otter. And uh, he's part of the collective Doom Tree out of Minnesota. And I would definitely have to say that that is a rap name. Well, so. can't get anything past you, Mr. Gene Techman. Hey, Very good. Hey. And I'm you are the winner. Yep, I've actually met won. him, believe it or not, at uh, the Pike Room in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Wow. All right. So you've met the guy. Yeah. Nice. And you've already said it. Founding member of Doom Tree out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yes, I have yeah. also seen Doom Tree live too. So there yeah. we go. God damn it. Hi, Dessa. Excellent work, Gene. <laughs> you done well, buddy. And there we hey. go. That's another fine installment of rap good name. Game, Gene. Good, yeah, good, good game, Lori. You know, I'm a, I'm a hip hop sponge over here, so I mean, I got all the I just, I just think everyone's rap name sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hi, I'm Scav D. And I'm Gene Techman. And we're the hosts of the Fake Ass Radio Show. And we'd like to talk with you about something very important. iTunes reviews. One in four podcasts faces never getting an iTunes review. And some don't even know when the next review is coming. We ask that you join us here at the Fake Ass Radio Show in our fight and take the pledge to help a podcast get an iTunes review. And with only 15 seconds of your precious fucking time of day, you could log on to iTunes and give a podcast what they so desperately need. A five-star review. So please, give all you can and help out a podcast in need by giving them a five-star review on iTunes today. Because without you, what's the fucking point? This has been a public service announcement from your friends at the Fake Ass Radio Show. Hi, I'm Scav D, and for years I tried everything to quit cigarette smoking, but nothing worked for me. That's why I used Chantel, the new quit smoking method. Uh, uh, motherfucker, I know you ain't about to light up that fucking cigarette up in here. Look, Chantel is not a patch or a self-help cassette tape. Chantel is a ghetto white girl from Pontiac, Michigan, who is with you all the time to help you quit smoking. Motherfucker, shit, you fucking stink all the time up in here with them cigarettes? God damn it. I told your ass to put that shit out. <gasps> While taking Chantel with you, you may experience changes in behavior or thinking, hostility, aggression, agitation, depression, or suicidal thoughts or actions. Punk ass little bitch. God damn it. You should probably not take Chantel if you experience any of these symptoms, or if you've been known to slap a bitch or carry a pistol. Shit with your Virginia Slim smoking ass. Increase alcohol use when taking Chantel and use caution when driving. It's right there! Turn! 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 You pass it, you dumbass motherfucker! So please consult your doctor and find out if Chantel is right for you. And don't put off quitting one more day. Little dick having motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, bitch! And now, welcome back to 
The Fake Ass Radio Show. It's hard as fuck. Hey, we're back. Fake ass radio show scav. Lori, Gene. Your friends are here. Still doing a thing. Still doing a thing. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. You know how we do. Playing that good music, man. You guys ready to get into some fucking tunes for the night? Oh, I'm always ready to get into them sounds, man. All right. God yes. damn it. Here we go. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Detroit, what? Oh, god damn. Music time. Lori, ladies first. What do you got tonight? I am actually going to play Aretha Franklin. Oh, good for you. Which one? Yeah. Natural Woman. Natty Woman, eh? Yeah, there's just something about this song, and there's one more song that I love that I'm just like, you know what? This is the song that I would like want someone to like feel about me, sort of. Natural Woman, Lori. <laughs> this natural yeah. sweaty it's woman. So sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing like it, right? <laughs> Nothing like it. You make me laugh. <laughs> One of the things that they were saying at her funeral today, uh, Isaiah Thomas spoke, and as did Zeke? Tyler Perry. Zeke was at that motherfucker. As- Oh, yeah. LeBron, I think, was there. Wow. Tyler Perry was there. Medea was there, too. God Obama, damn, I think, might have been there. The motherfucking president was there. Holy shit. I think shit. so, yeah. yeah. No, this was like, they had a hundred pink Cadillac lineup. Probably oh, more than that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was oh a big deal. That's God. why I'm so pissed off. I missed it. <laughs> I slept right through it. It went right by my house. I didn't have to ride my bike to the cemetery. I could have been out here cheering with everybody else. Oh, Lori. I want to say that she owns that jazz club, a kitty corner for me. But I couldn't see online if that's the case. But anywho, this is Aretha Franklin, natural woman on the fake ass radio show with Scab D, Gene Techman, and Lori Wilde. Looking out on the morning rain. I used to feel. So uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day Lord, it made me feel so tired Before the day I met you I was so
man, Aretha. Beautiful. Some pipes on that woman. So my point before we got into the song was that Tyler Perry had gotten up there and said that he became friends because Aretha liked Medea. And she just like called him up and was like, hey, uh, I'd like to speak to Medea. And he's like, you do know Medea is fake, right? And she's like, I like her. So he started talking to her like, like <laughs> Medea. Talk like Medea now. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aretha so Franklin. So they became friends. And I guess um, Tyler Perry and both Isaiah and him and maybe other people as well. But they said that growing up with their mothers and their fathers, they Aretha was just so regular in their lives with the music they listened to that they could tell the type of um, how their mothers were feeling about their fathers or what they were going through by the music that they were playing, which was Aretha's. So depending on which Aretha song it was, they knew what was kind of sort of what was happening. Right. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny That's because good. I think, uh, you know, it's the type of music that people can relate to. Yeah. Unforgettable classic timeless music right there. Yeah, and she was a church-going Christian woman, man. This service today, whoo, it was powerful. Man, I caught some, uh, I caught some live uh, segments of it, and I was like, holy moly. <laughs> yeah, I watched a good couple hours of it. I was folding laundry, watching it, eating lunch, and relaxing a little bit after doing a bunch of yard work. And I, I, was, I, didn't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, dear Lord, making me feel like I'm, I'm in God's house, and I'm in my house. <laughs> you make me feel like a natural woman. I'm not just saying that's the name of the song, not... It's a general statement. Uh, Aretha Franklin, we just played the song. Uh, you make me feel like a natural woman. That's one of her uh, classic hits right there, 1967. And uh, wow. apparently, uh, Carol King helped write that motherfucker right there. If anyone knows who Carol King is, uh, she's no slouch in the music biz. So, uh, yeah, you make me feel like a natural woman. Good song. And uh, it actually reminds me of the end of that movie, The Big Chill, where uh, Kevin Klein is uh, fucking the shit out of his wife's best friend because he's trying to get her pregnant. Yeah, Kevin Klein's wife, Glenn Close, actually lets him go and fuck her best friend to give her a baby, right? How crazy is that? Fucking white people. Anyways. I mean, hey. <laughs> uh, not sure how we went from Aretha to that, but good segue. <laughs> oh, man, Aretha. R.I.P., baby. R.I.P. Gene, what do you got? Let's keep it going. Yo, tonight I have um I have a rapper that uh, I've been a fan of for a little while. He goes by Baz, B A S. Uh, he's signed to Dreamville, which is J Cole's record label, and this is a this is a new album that was just recently dropped by him uh, called Milky Way. And uh, yeah, I've been on his shit, man. He's just a great rapper, well rounded. J Cole is a feature on this track, and uh, I think they just both lace it up, and uh, you know. I just like to play dope ass shit like this on the fake ass radio show with Scav Dean. <laughs> Scav D. I'll be Scav making D. sausage and shit, cooking up some fucking <laughs> breakfast sausage Scav and shit. <laughs> Scav mm -hmm. My sausage's so good, Scav <laughs> Dean. Pasta on a biscuit with some gravy. <laughs> Scav Dean. Down her own cooking right there. Boz. J. Cole. Tribe on the fake ass radio show. Yeah. This one's for you. This one's for you. I think I made it. I think I made it. I 
think I made it Cause I'm always smiling and you are the reason now Girl, I can't explain it It's all in the time and I had to get low I had to get low I had to get back I had to report, I had to get facts Cause you were just that, you that Girl, you share your truths with me And I find them true, amused You in the booth with me Dance all the time on a nickel and dime it. I got me a girl, she don't want no diamonds A daily reminder to holler at God Like, where did you find her? Good looking, my nigga, everything around me, I took it Did it with only the niggas I knew And a few niggas I thought I knew better Let go my bitches, I always do better, but Yo, more top echelon, my next probably be a step backwards Niggas front with niggas struggle with love Like a drop mates, be the best actors I'm done with all that tough acting John Madden with a slow habit, so it happens My niggas want life's good things, they still dream it And you deserve them too, I'ma do it just so it happens I think I made it I think I made it, cause I'm always smiling And you're the reason now, girl, I can't explain it It's all in the time and I had to get low, I had to get low I had to get back I had to report, I had to get facts Cause you were just that, you that You share your truths with me And I find them true, amused You in the booth with me Sometimes I feel jaded They don't see the real me They only know code They only know code Oh, I had to get back I had to resort to turning my back I'm doing just that True that I thought he was through with me But that wasn't true And proof You in the coop with me God shuffled the cards Dealt me a hand with impossible odds Put an obstacle course up Look, and I conquered them all Conquered them all With minimal effort I'm fresh at the sock in your jaw Fuck They spinning my record so heavy I'm popping the Forbes Stuck in a rock in a hard place though Is it true what they say? The higher you go, the longer the fall. Well, I dropped to the floor, the knock at the door was on cue. Uh, I thought that I saw it all till I saw you. Now I call you when the sun shines and the rain dries up. I'm a pit bull, but for you, I be on chain tied up. In the backyard with a muzzle on, tail wagging like Oregon Trail. Waiting on you to come through just like you do. Well, I think I made it. I think I made it, cause I'm always smiling and you're the reason now. Girl, I can't explain it. It's all in the time and I had to get low. I had to get low. I had to get back. I had to report, I had to get facts Cause you were just that, you that You share your truths with me And I find them true, amused You in the booth with me La 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 This was for you La 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 This was for you I like this. I like this a whole lot. I think I made it. Damn. Oh, that's a good song. Damn, man. Chip's fan bloody tastic. It's hitting some lows on this motherfucker, too. Yeah. Yeah, hitting some low bass in that motherfucker. I dig that. That's the shit I've been on lately, man. It's just a great album. It's fun to listen to. Kind of like a Latin flavor with that track right there. A little Latin flavor. Puts me in a sort of like a Latin mood. Heather, Heather, bring me a Cuban sandwich. Cuban sandwich right now. Put bacon on that motherfucker. An empanada. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of feel like a Give Cuban. me an empanada, Heather. A Cubano. <laughs> I want a, an empanada and a uh, espresso, please. Like that's the Cuban shit right there. Mmm. Well, espresso. Yeah. I like how you called it an espresso too, and not an espresso. Like a fucking idiot. It is an espresso. Ex- okay. Here we go. Espresso. Yeah. Espresso. Espresso. God damn it. That- I said it with my pinky up though, just if you didn't see me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you got to do it too. You got to booge the fuck yeah. out. It is what it is. It's not an espresso. It's a special. Kill for one of those right now, actually. That's the last thing I need. Oh, I'm about to go man. to the bath and go to bed. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> some bubbles. Epsom salt. Soap up your little breasts with some bubbles. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, perv. <laughs> right? God. All right. Just well, kidding. Well, fucking A. I have got uh, one more tune for the evening as well, and I am going to play a group that I've played on the show before. I actually think I've played these guys twice. Scars on Broadway. All right, this is uh, Darren Malakian. I hope I'm saying the guy's name right. Uh, He is the uh, guitar player for System of a Down. He's got a little side project with some dudes called Scars on Broadway. I actually think they're called Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway now. So Darren Malakian's name is up front. They put out their first and only album in 2008. I've played two songs off of it since we've started doing this show. While we were on our summer vacation, this motherfucker put out another album called Dictator. And it is just as good, if not better, than the first album they put out. And uh, apparently... Uh, what I'm hearing about this album is uh, Malakian performed the whole thing himself, played all the instruments, the keys, the bass, played the drums. Uh, he just Dave Grohl'd fucking Foo Fighter'd this bitch right out and played all the instruments uh, himself. And uh, it sounds pretty expert to me. But uh, the song I'm playing tonight is the fourth cut in the record and uh, one of the more up-tempo and thrashy numbers. This song is called Fuck and Kill. Pull out your cocks and clams, people, and uh, let's do this shit. Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway. Fake-ass radio show, Scav, Gene, Lori Wilde. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh, I think I know you like I never knew before. Oh,
Oh, man. God. I really wasn't sure how to feel during that song. Oh, man. You know, play that <laughs> shit in your fucking spin class for them hoes. <laughs> At one point, God. I was literally a headbanging, and then I was like, wait, what am I listening to? And oh, I was like, wait, I kind of like it. And I was like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> you were listening to Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway on the Fake Ass Radio Show. <laughs> Sounds like some real raging shit. Fuck and Kill is the name of that song off the new record, Dictator. Goodness wow. gracious. Fantastic that's album. A, Check it out. That's a load full. Check it out, folks. A so there you go. Full. Final song, and uh, that'll do it for us for the evening. I'd say that's about a fucking podcast. It's like seven podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we caught up uh, quite well. Quite well, we kids. We did. I guess we did have a lot to catch up on. There we go, right? We could have talked about more. But, we uh, could have. You know, we only have so much time. We only have so much tape to record this shit with, too. You know what I'm saying? So, kids, where can we find you on the social medias? Um, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Lori, L-O-R-I, wild, W-I-L-D, underscore. And then I'm on Facebook, but honestly, I'm really only active on Instagram. So, holla. And you can find me, Gene Techman. That's G-E-A-N-T-E-C-H-M-A-N on all the social media platforms. It's just Gene Techman. Look me up. They're all connected. Holler at me. Hip-Hop Sponge. And I'm Scav D, short for Scavenge Detroit. I'm all over the interwebs, all right? Give me a search on the fucking Google. There's a Bandcamp. There's a fucking Facebook. There's all sorts of shit about me. The Fake Ass Radio Show also has social medias as well. Follow the shit out of us on Twitter. We are at Fake Ass Radio. And then go on Facebook. Search for us on there. Give us that big blue thumbs up. Let us know that you like us. And then, like I said before, go to the top of the page and click the Shop Now button and get yourself some fucking Modest Mix fucking tea, people. Good shit. Good fucking tea. All right? Put something good in your fucking body for once. All right? So It's been real, y'all. Well, it has been real. Good talking to you guys, man. You think we could do this again next week? I think so. All right. Let's try that. Let's try that. We're going to need to do a short up just a tad, but yeah. <laughs> I think we can do that. Might be able to do that. We're caught up. We're all caught Happy up. Happy Labor Day. And with that, I am Scav D. And I am Gene Techman. And I'm Lori Wilde. You are now tuned in to the Fake Ass Radio Show. Have a good night. Or morning. Or bath. <laughs> or hot shower. Or, uh, you know, maybe you've just fucking stolen an airplane. You need something to listen to while you're busting out some barrel rolls, some fresh barrel rolls. And, uh, you know, you might want to listen to us. You might want to listen to Kamikaze. I mean, that would only be fitting if like, way out. Both of them are on Spotify right now. Hey, <laughs> go ahead and check them out on there. Yeah. We're glad that you are listening, folks. Just keep listening. Thank you very, very much. Good day. Bam. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Bye.